Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer, bring you another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Again, we invite you to listen to the transcribed adventures of Fibber McGee and Molly. The show is written by Phil Leslie and directed by Max Hutton. We'll see what's going on in Wistful Vista shortly. Most of us like to have fun, and we all know that fun is good for us. But how about you? Do you always feel up to enjoying your fun? There may be times when you don't feel good from a headache, perhaps, or an upset stomach, or just from general achiness. Well, believe me, that's the time when Alka-Seltzer can be a real friend in need. Drop one or two Alka-Seltzer tablets into a glass of water like this... Listen to it fizz. Then drink it. This action in the glass changes Alka-Seltzer tablets into a relief-giving liquid. This is the form your system can use most easily and naturally for relief. Action in the glass supercharges Alka-Seltzer with lively bubbles. This soothing liquid speeds relief. Action in the glass makes Alka-Seltzer easy to absorb immediately. You like Alka-Seltzer for refreshing relief. That speedy Alka-Seltzer, the favorite of so many for relief that does so much. And it's just such a kind of a ticklish situation, Molly, I don't know what exactly to do about it. When I loaned Mr. Akers the dough in the first place... Wait a minute. Which Akers did you say this is? Not Rocky Akers, the big real estate man. Sure, sure. He belongs to the Elks Club like I do, and we got what you might call a sort of a grunting acquaintance. You know, when I see him, I always speak, and he always grunts. And you loaned him money? Five bucks. Isn't that sort of like Kansas lending Florida an orange? I mean, Mr. Akers is a fairly wealthy man, isn't he? Oh, I'll say. He's loaded with cabbies like a sauerkraut truck. But not a week ago Saturday he wasn't. When he got up to pay his lunch check at the Bankers and Brokers Cafeteria, he didn't have a nickel in his pocket. Heavenly days. Probably had a couple of thousand bucks in his wallet, but his wallet was at home. Well... So I got up and I walked over and I made the big gesture. Pardon me, Mr. Akers, I says. I'll be glad to lend you a few bucks, I says. Oh, that must have been a big moment. Sure was. He was kind of embarrassed. After all, we are brother Elks, supposed to help each other out, so... He takes the five bucks and thanks me all over the place and says, you'll give it back to me the next time he sees me. And you haven't seen him since, huh? Three times I've seen him since, and he hasn't said a word about it. Just slipped his mind, I guess, but doggone I could use that five bucks. Well, why don't you give the man a ring and ask him for it? Oh, no, no, I don't want to do that. Might make him sore or something. He's rich, kiddo, and you just can't ask a rich guy point blank to pay his debts. No? You gotta be subtle. Oh? Well, if you're afraid of offending him, why don't you just drop him a little note? You can word it so that it doesn't upset him. Yeah, and... sure, that's what I'll do. I'll sit right down here and write him a gentle little hint. Word it carefully now so he doesn't think you're worried about getting your money back. Don't worry, I'll make it very diplomatic. You know, sneaky. Dear Mr. Akers. That's good. I am not worried about that five bucks. So don't you worry about the five bucks because 
I'm not worried. Uh, dearie. About the five bucks. So if you can't spare the five bucks right now, don't worry about the five. No, no, McGee, uh-uh, hold it. What's the matter? I spell something wrong? Gosh, boy! Hi, kids! Put them on the sink, Mr. Oldtimer. I'm afraid that wording might give Mr. Akers the impression you're worried about your five bucks, McGee. Well, I don't see how it could. I say right here, I'm not worried about the five... five bucks, daughter. You got five bucks, Johnny? Lend it to me. I'll give you something to really worry about. <laughs> that's my trouble now, old-timer. I loaned the guy five, and he's forgot all about it. Oh, that's a very bad habit, kids. Lending money, you mean? Nope. Forgetting. Papa was always very forgetful, daughter. Had a memory like a sieve, Papa did. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of busy here right now. Got himself so... in lots of trouble, too, for getting like that. Yes, sir. He couldn't remember names at all. He used to call me Gracie and my sister Gracie Wilbur and my brother Wilbur Mama. <laughs> and the time he forgot and called Mama, whose name was Ruby, Fifi got all the kitchen crockery busted over his head. Oh, well, who was Fifi? <laughs> I asked Papa that later, but he couldn't remember. Well, I got a letter to write here, so... Like you... I say, kids, that memory of Papa's turned out to be his downfall. Yeah? Left home one day to go get a bottle of milk, and he clean forgot to come back. We waited and waited, finally had supper without him. Oh, dear. Well, what the... Uh, well, sir, 20 years went by, and then one day... The doorbell rang, and there onto the front steps stood a ragged stranger, clothes all dirty, straggly hair, and a beard clean down to here. And in his hand, this ragged stranger held a bottle of milk. Heavenly days, your father. Nope, fellow named Harry the Hermit. Kept a few cows in his spare time, and Mama got milk off of him. Oh, for the He life. got a postcard from Papa later on, though. <laughs> it was addressed to Mama and started out, Dear Frank, so we knew it must be from Papa... Because it was signed Chauncey, and Papa was always forgetting his name was Otto. Oh. <laughs> so if you're writing a letter, Johnny, be sure and get the fire's name right. So long, kids. Yeah, there. <laughs> what a character. Leaves me dizzy. You said it. I feel like I'd been drug around Dugan's Lake with my necktie caught in an outboard motor. <laughs> who was I writing to? Oh, uh, Mr. Akers, the man who owes you uh, the $5. Oh, yeah, Akers. Well, I'll start over. Dear Mr. Akers, I had a nice letter all thought out to write you. But I'll have to clear my head first, because... In just a moment, we'll try to straighten out the McGee's. Ladies, this is Eleanor Engel. I'm sure you probably know that Alka-Seltzer is good for indigestion and for headache. But do you know that Alka-Seltzer can help you in other ways, too? Now, for example... Your head may ache a little, your stomach may be a little upset, but mostly you just feel, well, sort of bushed. Not sick, you understand, but not well either. You simply want to relax and feel better. Well, the thing to do is reach for the Alka-Seltzer. Drop a tablet or two in a glass of water like this. Listen to it fizz. Then drink that sparkling solution and see how soon you begin to feel better. Yes, Alka-Seltzer is the thing to give you really perky relief when you feel dull, tired, and achy. Buy it at any drugstore, the medicine that's so refreshing. Alka-Seltzer.
Glad I could help you out, and your credit is always good with me, because even though you haven't paid me back yet, I'm not worried. No, 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 hold it now. Oh, heck, what's the matter with you? You shouldn't say his credit is good. It sounds, well, sort of patronizing. I mean, his credit is good everywhere, I suppose. Yeah, I guess you're right. Brad and I haven't had to rewrite a letter so many times since the letters I used to write to you when we were going together. Why did you have to rewrite them? Because your Aunt Sarah kept reading them, that's why. Boy, the double talk I put in some of them notes, she didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> I've never told you this before, but frankly, neither did I. The only thing I understood were the X's. Yeah, and you had to peel the stamp off to find them. I didn't have to. Aunt Sarah always peeled off the stamp. <laughs> yeah, that sly old Dickens. I thought... Company, sweetheart. Come in. Well, good afternoon, Dr. Yen. Hello, Molly, and good day to you, Potato Face. Well, if it ain't the old mound builder himself. What do you mean, mound builder? Have you looked inside your vest lately, you big tub? Oh. You're building a mound in there that'll go down in history as the largest collection of suet this side of McGee, the... McGee, stop that. Oh, well. You should be ashamed of yourself. Gee whiz. I could have thought up a better one if I had more time. But my mind is on this letter. Letter? Is he writing a letter, Molly? Trying to. Uh, say, maybe you can help us word this, Doctor. Uh, McGee loaned $5 to a man last week, and the man has forgotten all about it, apparently. Mm-hmm. The trick is to gently remind him of it without insulting him or offending him. Yeah. You've had a lot of experience writing dunning letters, Doc. What would you say to a guy oh, that... Oh, sure. That's no trick at all. Here, take this down. I'll dictate. Wonderful. Oh, swell, Doctor. Let me see if this pen is still... Yeah, it's okay. Shoot! Dear sir... Yes, sir. I hate to even mention such a small matter as the measly five dollars... Not, not too fast now, not too fast. ...which I loaned you last week. Yeah. For I know that to you, five dollars is nothing. Good. But if you'd drop it in the mail to me, I could apply it on my doctor bill, which is long past due, and my poor old family physician is cold and hungry and nobody ever pays... Oh, me. cut it out. <laughs> Ed, rat it. Now you made me ruin another sheet of paper. <laughs> so I just thought I'd call up and chat a while, Mabel. McGee's been busy all day writing a letter. Huh? Yeah, since 10 o'clock this morning. He's got the living room floor knee-deep in wadded-up stationery. Hey, Molly, I got it this time, kiddo. I got it. You hear that, Mabel? He's got it. What he's got, I don't know, but I better see about it before he gets it all over him. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Well, I finally got the letter wrote, kiddo, and it's just perfect. I hope so. At this point, I think the whole thing was a waste of time. This man would have remembered owing you money sooner or later. Sooner or later, yeah, but I'll get it sooner this way. And besides, wait till you hear this letter. It's worth a whole day's work to turn out a brilliant, diplomatic, sly piece of writing like this. Read it. Okay. Uh, Dear Mr. Akers, in going over Mr. McGee's books for tax purposes, we find note of a small loan made to you. Ah, that is slick. Since we are unable to find if this $5 was repaid, and since we do not wish to bother Mr. McGee with so small a matter, will you kindly advise us... For tax purposes. Wonderful. I'm going to sign it Cuban Root, public accountants. And then... Why, that's a stroke of genius, dearie. I'll see who's at the door. Now, let me see. Where's the stamp? Oh, here. I ought to go into the diplomatic service, because a guy that can write a letter like this would be a valuable man to have. Who was it? Messenger. A note for you. <laughs> From guess who? You, you don't mean 
After me working all day on this letter? Yeah, yeah. It says, Dear McGee, just realized I haven't paid back the $5 you loaned me last week. Sorry it slipped my mind. Check is enclosed. Thanks a lot. Signed, Rockwell B. Akers. And here's your money. <laughs> well, I told you this letter of mine would get results, kiddo. Didn't even have to mail it. The minute I finished writing, ah, rats, what's for dinner? I'm starving. <laughs> Bibber and Molly have a final word for you to come. At night, when sleep won't come and you toss and turn or get up and read or just lie there and think, what you need is Miles Nervine to help you relax. Of course, there are preparations that induce sleep. But remember this. Miles Nervine doesn't put you to sleep. It relaxes you and lets you sleep. And what a difference that makes. You wake up next morning feeling more rested and refreshed and ready for the day's activities. Miles Nervine is pleasant to take, and it's easy to buy, too. Get Miles Nervine at any drugstore. Follow the label, avoid excessive use. And when sleep won't come, remember, you can relax with Miles Nervine. Yes, Mr. Akers, I thought I'd give you a ring and tell you I got it all right. No, no, I haven't given it a thought, not at all. Not much. A little thing like five dollars? No, no, slipped my mind completely. Sure, thought no more of it than a pint of blood. Yeah, I thought no more of it than a pint of blood. No, got it, please, Molly. Your dinner's ready, and besides, you're overplaying. Oh, well, just wanted you to know I got it. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Akers. Bye, everybody. Yeah, so long, everybody. <laughs> Fibber, McGee, and Molly, transcribed, is brought to you Mondays through Fridays at this time by Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer. The old-timer is played by Bill Thompson and Dr. Gamble by Arthur Q. Bryan. Now, this is John Wald bidding you all goodbye till next time. Hear the news with Pauline Frederick, weekdays on most NBC radio stations.